With over 20 years of experience, this marketing guru can teach us a thing or two about the industry. My guest today will share her passion and hopefully we can pick up some tips along the way. My name is Bianca Barbucci. I'm an entrepreneur at heart, I'm a marketer, and my passion is traveling the world while I develop opportunities for businesses and share my knowledge. Bianca, thank you so much for being on the couch today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I read so much about your biography and a bit of your background and your career. And I was curious to see how it all started, because from my understanding, this is not where you really started. No, my career, actually, if you read, if you read my LinkedIn profile, you're actually the result of my career. Mm -hmm. um, but I actually started, you know, my passion's always been about travel, and I really wanted to explore the world. And I thought, what better way of doing that than to study languages, right? right? So I studied languages, wanting to be an interpreter for the UN and, you know, travel abroad or maybe even do some journalistic reporting and... Then finally, I realized that I had to pursue my study much more. Right. And I also had to, uh, at some point, start working in an office by myself and not really having a lot of interaction mm -hmm. you know, or be a translator, not an interpreter. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, fine. <laughs> um, I was out of school and then I saw this job advertised in a newspaper for an advertising marketing agency. That was way beyond my uh, qualifications. qualifications. <laughs> So I, but I applied, because I always, I always go. You know, when it says cul-de-sac, I still go to the street, because I always want to see what's behind. And um, so I applied for the job, they interviewed me, and they said, you're, you're super not qualified, but we will give you an entry position nonetheless, because we like your drive, we like your energy. And uh, that's how I started in marketing. And I sort of fell into it, and I never looked back, because right. then it became, I guess when you find something that you, you're good at right. and that you love and be passionate and are passionate about, mm -hmm. then it's, it's a magic combination. And it was unexpected. You kind of fell in love with totally. it. Totally. Totally. And, and you know what? Life is about unexpected thi mm -hmm. things. I'm sorry. It, it's about, life is about unexpected things, things that happen to you. And you have to embrace those moments and say, you know, there's something out there that's telling me to go there. I'm right. going to give it a shot. Right. What do I have to lose? And pursue things. And I strongly believe that life is a zigzag. Mm -hmm. It's not a direct line to destination. <laughs> and along the zigzag, you end up meeting people and encountering things right. and having opportunities. Experiences. Experiences that enrich you, build you, right. and make you evolve. And, and, and you ricochet into another area <laughs> and you go there. And, it's, and it's the, that's the fun part. Right. Because it's the journey. It's the journey <laughs> rather than the destination. And that's what makes it interesting. Right. You know? It's funny you say that because a lot of the women I interview uh, on the couch, they all reach um, their dream job or dream career kind of by accident. It was always a zigzag. I haven't met someone yet that I've interviewed that it was a straight line and they knew from the beginning and it was planned. Right. Never. It's no. always a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's the secret to happiness is in life and in your business is when you do, you do things that you love and that you embrace change and embrace the fact that you're not necessarily going to end up where you thought 
you would or where you started. Right. And that's the, the interesting thing, mm -hmm. you know? A lot of, a lot of a, unless you want to be an astronaut or a doctor, I mean, which really, you know, there's a, a track that you have to follow. I've seen women change their careers at the age of 30, at the age of 40, at the age of 50, uh, at the age of 70. Right. Because, and, and one thing that has changed a lot today is the fact that women can embrace a career and work right. and be appreciated for their talent, no matter what age they are at. Right. Uh, Betty White is 93 years old, <laughs> and she still makes people laugh. And everyone loves her so much. I know, <laughs> and, and she, and she and she, I mean, she laughs every day. So obviously that's very healthy yes, uh, because I strongly believe in laughter and smile and, and having fun. Um, but women are, you know, have the capability or the, the ability to live longer, work longer, and be, you know, not just being put on the shelf at right. the age of 65 when they retire. Right. And that's, that's a welcome change for, for More for choices, me. more choices. And in terms of, uh, not only in terms of career, but whether or not they have kids, they have different career paths that they can totally. take now. Totally. And um, we were talking about that earlier. The women, I, I applaud women all over the place, everywhere. And I think women are, are, are fantastic and women in business are fantastic. I actually try to embrace my womanhood in business, mm -hmm. and in sometimes a very male-oriented world, um, you don't have to act like a man. You have to become, be your woman, right. and then, you know, not be afraid to wear a skirt or a dress or something a little bit more funky and, and sexy just because you're working in a male-oriented world. Mm -hmm. For women, women make choices, and I applaud women who stay home and take care of their children and I come from a, a, a family where my mother was home and my father right. would come home and we'd have fun time together. Mm -hmm. But my mom was home when we'd come back from school and right. I, I got a home cooked meal at lunch and dinner, which right. now you don't see so much anymore. Women who choose to stay home are, are, are you know, making a great choice because that's their choice. Right. Women who decide to work and dedicate their whole life to their career, if that's what they find fulfillment in, then that's totally fine. Right, it's their choice. If you want to do both, even more fantastic. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a question of also dealing with what, what life has dealt you in terms of right. you know, hand and seeing, what do I want to do with that? Right. In my <laughs> case, I don't have children, but, and, I, and I try to, rather than say, oh, you know, I don't have kids, I don't, I'm missing something, I look at what I have, and what I have is also is a great career. I have an amazing family, amazing friends, mm -hmm. and, uh, and disposable income to be able to travel the world, which I really right. wanted to do from- That was always your dream. Always my right. dream. <laughs> but I also look at, you know, on my side, I make choices which don't really impact anybody because I don't have kids to take into consideration. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, for me, it's, it's, a, it's a positive. I try to look at that as an advantage. Mm -hmm. and, and you're a positive and optimistic person in general. Yes, I am, <laughs> always. The glass is always half full. It's actually always full. It's full. <laughs> it's full. It's overflowing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you need that, you right. need that. And that has followed you throughout your career from trying out being you know, in languages and traveling the world and going into marketing and everything. You always look at the positive side, which is why you adapt to change so well. Yes, and I, I believe. <laughs> I teach, um, I teach workshops in, in marketing and loyalty and customer experience, but I also teach in 
presentation skills and, and personal branding. And mm -hmm. my, and what I, what I take away from that is the fact that I can give back something back to the community. Right. And um, everything that I, you know, I wasn't born a teacher, <laughs> and but I became such a good coach in my everyday life, especially with young women, I would say, you mm -hmm. know, because being a woman in business is, is, is different. It's, right. it's a bit harder than being a man, <laughs> but it's also different. Right. And, you know, be, you have to give the, the lessons that you learn back to the younger community so that they, they can avoid the mistakes. Right. Or, or you know, get a through. little guidance. Exactly. And they can mm -hmm. get through to the point faster rather than go through all the right. nuisance that you went through. <laughs> so coaching has always been uh, a very big part of what satisfies me in my career, what, mm -hmm. uh, what I find rewarding. And t the teaching part of it for me is, is something that I love to do to give back and to right. just transmit the knowledge mm -hmm. that I have. And mm -hmm. obviously, there, there's, I'm natural at it because people always came to me for, for advice and for, for guidance right. in their career. And now I meet younger <laughs> women everywhere and they go, Bianca, you know, I, I remember when you told me that or I remember when you did that for me and I remember that I really, I was crying when I went to your office because Aww. the things you told me were hard, but I learned from it now today. I'm, right. I'm, uh, I'm in this position or I'm very happy. They can happy. learn from your experience as opposed to going through all of it alone. That's right. right. That's right. And so you're doing a lot more of that, right? Conferences and mentoring now. Is yeah. this a recent thing in the last few years? I've always taught, um, but I've always been teaching here and there. Okay. Now I, I'm, there's probably 25% of my time that's dedicated to that. Okay. And I build workshops for people in companies, um, for, um, you know, mm -hmm. different groups of people. And it's, it's something that I really enjoy doing. And we were talking about women who, you know, who have a career for a long time, this is something that I can do until I'm 85 years old, <laughs> which I, I know that I will still enjoy doing that. Right. So the teaching part of it is really something that's rewarding for me. Okay. But my business is really the consulting part the consulting. and helping companies grow and develop opportunities and develop their business. Mm -hmm. So at what point did you decide to stop working for someone and oh. branch out and be a consultant on your own? I, um, and this is something that's going to sound weird, but <laughs> I have, you know, you have pride moments in your life or pride moments in mm -hmm. your career. And, and, and I'm always talking about life and career because to me, it's a blend of things. It's okay. not one or the other. You know, women choose to stay at home or women choose to go in the marketplace. Some women tend to do both. But it's, it's a question of what satisfies you, what you feel rewarded by. It's not about one or the other. Right. If you're working all the time and you feel you're missing something in your life, then you go get it. If right. you feel like you're enjoying your life too much and not making enough money, <laughs> then you do something about it. I believe in, in balance. In balance. And, and I, we, I laugh with my friends who, who are all amazing women, and I, we say, you know, work hard, play hard. Right. Well, now, no. <laughs> now I do work smart, play more. Yes. So this is what I'm Oh, I'm, I like I'm that driving. motto. <laughs> <laughs> see? So work hard. Work, I still work hard, but I work smarter. Right. And I play more. So we were talking about um, the, 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 the coaching, switch. the switching. Right. Yeah. Pride moments in my career are actually when I took a decision to leave a really high-paying senior vice president 
type job. Okay. I've done it twice, actually three times, two and a half times, I should say. <laughs> and the reason why I left was not because of unhappiness, not because I wasn't paid enough, not because I didn't have enough challenge, just because I follow my, my instincts a lot and I follow my, my, my gut feeling and, you know, pursue my dreams. Right. I never want to have uh, should have, could have, would have right. in my basket. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> and, you know, not having children that I would impact on also contributed to my decision, you know, to, to do, do it. Mm -hmm. But I left twice a job that I really loved just to do something else. Right. To say, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it because I'm a loyal employee. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was very proud to have left having the guts and courage to do mm -hmm. it, to go and explore something which I didn't even know. You wanted to try something new. Yeah, but <laughs> what? I had no idea. <laughs> and sometimes you need to close the door before another one opens because you need to leave a void in between to sort of clear the path and say, okay, what is it that I want to do? Right. But you never actually, you know, when somebody tells you, Think about it, and, and, and what do you think about that? Spontaneously, it's hard to think, right? It's hard <laughs> to think with a gun to your head. Right. <laughs> so you need time. You need time, but you need to also, um, again, the zigzag thing. Right. You need to open up yourself to different things, you know? You need to you know, maybe pick up a sport, go to conferences, uh, you know, interact with different people that you've never dealt with, because it opens up a find the box mm -hmm. and it lets you see other things that you might have not seen before. Right. And then it lets you see things that maybe you are good at or that you like that you never even thought about. Right. Or maybe even learning what you're not good at. Exactly. <laughs> totally, totally true. Because that's one of the first things that you need to do is make the list of things that you're not good at. Right. And things you don't want. And it's not just things you don't want in terms of, you know, I don't want a corner office or I want a corner office. It's about things you don't want to deal with. You know, right. I don't want to deal with an, a work environment where I'm responsible for 125 employees anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. I want to work. I like the variety. I want to work by myself. I, I now have, I work all the time, mm -hmm. but not full time. I understand. So there's a difference. <laughs> so now I can, if I'm really passionate about a project and I'm building a workshop, I can get up on Sunday morning on a day like today and work <laughs> for six hours and it's fine. But tomorrow I may go and do a yoga class in the middle of the afternoon. And I really enjoy that kind of flexibility because right. like I said, blend. Not balance. There's a difference between balance and blend. <laughs> and blend in life, it's a, sort of a, right. a, you know, knitting. I find that uh, most entrepreneurs, that's what they enjoy the most about it, is not, they work just as much, if not more, than a nine to five, but they enjoy the flexibility of it. That's right. And being in charge of their own time, their own schedule. In charge. Very, very, yes. very true. <laughs> because I could be traveling, I could be on vacation. Not that I don't take a break, but I do take a break. and. But if I'm disrupted during my vacation, it's not a disruption. It's fine. One of my clients needs me, and I'll take a few hours to help. And right. it's, it's a different way of life. You know, Some people are meant more for the 9 to 5 job. Okay. But I mean, and one of my dreams is one day being able to spend a week working as a cashier at, at a, a supermarket, because I really would like to experience that. Are you that. serious? I would love to experience, <laughs> but I'm sure I would hate it. But I would love to experience what it is to get into a job and actually finish your shift and not really have anything to think about. 
because I've always been in jobs and I'm the type Let of person. Let me know when you try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be managing the store by the end of the week. But, you know, it's one of those things where I've never experienced a work where or even at school where you walk out and the job's over. Right. To me, there's always something else to do after. To yeah. do after because I'm always in search of, of betterment, involvement, um, things to improve, how to make it better because I believe that evolution and change is, mm -hmm. is, is good for, for brands, for products, for companies, and for people right. as well. No wonder you're mentoring people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because you're always growing, and so it makes sense that you would help other people evolve as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, the other thing, too, is um, I was talking about women growing older, too, in their career. And, you know, in my, in my mother's generation, in the previous generation, women, you know, at a certain age, finished their career and basically had to find some pastime to fill their time mm -hmm. because they weren't... Um, needed or mm -hmm. act actually appreciated for the talent that they had. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't, I'm glad that we're not no longer in this type of environment. I'm glad that past the age of 65, the magic age, I will still <laughs> be able to give back and right. teach and, and do build something constructive, even if it's for a charity organization. I want to bring my skills and my knowledge back to, um, to, 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 to the people and if I can get paid doing it, great right. at the same time. And I'm glad to see that, you know, women are appreciated for or have a career that lasts longer mm -hmm. than they do than they did before. Right. You know, very much. So you left TVA and then decided to branch out on your own, become a consultant just because you felt like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that proved to be successful and you're great at it, like everything else that you've done. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, what is the next step? Do you know yet or? No, I no? don't know because the I, next stage? I, I let things happen to me. I, actually, there are things that I would, that I'm, Besides I would being like, a cashier. <laughs> besides being a cashier at IGA. <laughs> only for a week, only for a week. If there's a manager out there watching this, just you can call me and I'll come and work for you for a week. I would like to, I actually attended a conference yesterday and it sort of awoken, awake, uh, awoke, awakened some things that I guess have always been, you know, present inside of me. Mm -hmm. It's about the giving back and it's, I'm not just talking about giving back to a charity and I've never been comfortable contributing I've done the world vision and all of these, you know, you pay on a monthly basis, but it's not, you're not on the field. You're not right. on hands. And I think I would like to be more on hands. And I think if I think of what I can add and what I can bring back is I would really like to lend my time to an organization who tries to teach women, especially mm -hmm. women who are in countries where you know, entrepreneurship and especially the women's status is a bit right. inferior a lot. I'd like to teach women on, on how to start a business, how to be creative about a business, how to market their business, how, how to get right. organized, to grow something on their own. Right. And uh, yesterday I was watching a conference, and, and it's true that when you do that, it not only helps them from a skills standpoint, but it also helps them from a uh, self-esteem right. and confidence standpoint. Well, it actually helps the whole community there. Yeah. Um, because some of the most successful programs to... Uh, help impoverished communities have been teaching the women some kind of skill or how to monetize a skill that they already have. Exactly. And those have been more successful than just donating money or sending food or things. And and I, 
you know, you help the women, you help the community because right. they're the one raising the children, right? Exactly. And de developing the economy and developing right. the social community around there. And, and you're absolutely right. So this is probably... I can totally see you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, but it's, it's, this is something that, you know, you're looking at the little pieces that are sometimes missing in what you do. Mm -hmm. The giving, giving of my time is very important for me because I think it's the most precious gift that we have and, and one that is not easy to give. Right. So giving time, whether it's to my family, my friends, I always try to be there. And, but giving my time also to, you know, to give back to, you know, what do I have to teach? Right. Uh, giving it back, again, trying to grow something. Mm -hmm. And there's a legacy behind it as, as well. Right. But knowing that I made a small change or small impact in somebody's life, especially from a business standpoint, where I think I can add a lot, then it, it would be fantastic. Mentoring young women in business, too. Right. I, I know there's a program that just started in Montreal with a bunch of women that, who I admire a lot. And if I could contribute to that, that would be amazing, too. Oh, so, okay. So that would... But oh, let me know what program that is. Yeah, no, I will. <laughs> the, and the, but the other thing is, I'd like to continue my business, but I guess I'm also preparing for, you know, my older days. And right. I'd really like to continue teaching and the mentoring and the coaching. And, uh, and that's what my consulting right. business is really all about as well. Okay. So, so when you mentor these girls, uh, it's not necessarily part of the consulting business, but you use a lot of what you, uh, you, you like you use a lot of what you do as a consultant to mentor right. okay and i guess throughout my career I, I i believe in mentoring i mean mentoring is an everyday thing it's like parenting mm -hmm. you know you don't sit down with your child and go okay let's talk about parenting <laughs> today so it's and mentoring is the same thing it's 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 every day it's role model it's watch me go come mm -hmm. with me uh, let's work together. Okay. And if the person... I might start shadowing you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if the person is, 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 is uh, you know, it, you're like, you're a sponge or you're not. Right. right? You're a sponge or you're a brick. So if you're a sponge, <laughs> you'll absorb. And like, I was a sponge too. And I remember specifically people and moments in my career that have made a difference. And there are things that I still do today where I think of specific people who have told me right. how to do something and don't do it like that or don't do this and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. And, I, and I, so I think it's an everyday thing. It's, okay. a, it's an ongoing thing. So what, what is the top advice that you give to young women? Um, the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> the first one that comes to mind is, is love what you do. Okay. Love what you do. If you don't like what you do, whether you're a cashier at, the, at, at a supermarket, if you are president of a company, uh, a clerk somewhere, love what you do. Mm -hmm. If you don't love what you do, it shows you're not passionate about it, the days are going to be long, you're going to have a short. miserable life. <laughs> um, that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is, is see the opportunities. Open your eyes. Be, always be ready. Mm -hmm. Always be ready for a meeting with the president. Don't come into work and, and, and dress the part. You don't have to dress, you know, like a superstar every right. day, but be prepared be and represent yourself in the way that you'd like for others to see you. Right. So if you're not ready for a meeting with the president of the company, even if you're a junior coordinator, then you never will be, right. you know? So it, it dress the part and, and be, so because it builds confidence about who you are. Mm -hmm. I love the it. seizing <laughs> of the opportunities is really important too. Like open your eyes to, to things that are happening. 
Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's not an interview. Sometimes it's somebody you're going to meet. You never know. You never know. Mm -hmm. So again, always be ready. Always be ready for that opportunity that's going to come. And okay. not go, oh, you know, I don't look good today. I'm I not ready. Went. I'm not ready. <laughs> you always have to be ready. Right. <laughs> always have to be ready. And, and the, the, I have a lot of advice. The, <laughs> the top one, the top the one. Top one. Okay. <laughs> don't so, give it so all. Always be ready. And also, there's another thing, too. The things that I've done uh, in taking risks. I saw something written uh, a couple of days ago that was called fail forward. Not fall forward. Fail forward. Okay. So if you're going to fail, take risks. Take risks that are not going to impact your right. bank account and your reputation. But take risks calculated risks because and learn if you're going to make mistakes right. because if you don't try something you're not going anywhere right so you're always proud of having tried and having failed and not having tried at all mm -hmm. and that's why I, I i left my two jobs and i really <laughs> did something more productive with my life and that i am that i'm proud of having right. done well, thank you so much. You gave uh, me and the viewers some extra tips. <laughs> thank you. I was going to give them just one. You gave okay. them extra. <laughs> bonus, bonus, bonus. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. Thank and you, Cindy. Uh, I wasn't joking. I'll probably start shadowing okay. you. Okay. <laughs> no problem. And thank you to you guys for joining us for another episode of Couch Talk. And make sure you stay tuned for the next one.